0: <laughs> Just Godzilla traipsing through.
1: Mm-hmm. Welcome to Filling in the Gaps. I am Justin. And I'm Darren. Today we're going to be discussing a game called The Room. This is not the adaptation of the movie The Room.
0: <laughs> that would be awesome.
1: <laughs> i kind of surprised I haven't come across one yet. You would think with the popularity of it. Maybe now that the movie based on the making of it, The Disaster Artist, is out, maybe they will. I don't know. But. This is essentially an escape room. A very complicated escape room. But is it? I think the thing is, we are coming from two different points of view. Darren has already played the first three of this game. I have only played the first one. The third one is not yet out on Steam as of recording this. The first one is not really so much escape room as puzzle box. Yeah, true. Yeah, sorry. I'm
0: jumping the gun on that. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Uh, Which is very well done. It is very interesting. It looks beautiful and it is cheap. Hmm. It's always cheap, even at its base price, it is fairly cheap. But it is also a fairly short game. It is, I believe, the first time it took me about three hours to get through, and that was using some hints as well. But it was about three hours. Not a long game. But a good game and I would definitely recommend this game.
0: Yeah, um, me too. I, I, But we've played it on different platforms because I've played 1, 2, and 3 only on my tab. I've never played it on, on Steam.
1: Whereas I've played it on the computer. And it's slightly different but it's not really. I think just the controls work a little bit differently. I think that they would probably be a bit more intuitive and flow a bit better on the tablet. Honestly. I think so. But... It works on the computer. It works very well.
0: Yeah, because a lot of those actions, like, you have to turn the keys and the locks. You're making the circle with your fingers. When you take the envelopes, the letters out of the envelopes, you're sliding them, things out. It's it's got a really nice feel to it on the tab. I would definitely recommend it on that because it often goes on sale there and it's, well, it's made, it was made for mobile and the developers, they didn't port it. They rebuilt it completely and added some new stuff to it. Yeah, they didn't just do a lazy port. They're a good a good group of developers. They respond to a lot of people's messages and stuff and they're they're very active with their fans. Yeah, no no, it's it's a great game. I love it. I love the feel, I love the kind of occult nature of it. It's really very Cthulhu almost in some parts.
1: That is our recommendation. If you haven't played it, definitely play it because this game is virtually Impossible to talk about without giving away spoilers of some kind. Go play it if you're still listening. Mm-hmm. I Hope you had a good time <laughs> I like the room. I like the room a lot in the first essentially room I mean it says the room but because you go into the different puzzle boxes It feels a bit like you get a different room each time with the first box It's just a giant safe with a letter that essentially says I know you can join me, you're not like the rest, you see things that other people don't see, you get a key, and that starts you on your quest. And you have to find your way into a safe, which you have to start messing around with stuff on the outside of the safe, not just crack the code or something like that. Yeah,
0: hidden compartments and stuff.
1: This game is pretty good about leveling up, especially at the beginning. Very easy stuff with the safe. And getting you to the point where you have the lens and you can see that the lens makes a difference in the world. Well, not so much a difference, but you see things that you wouldn't see otherwise. And that basically leads into the safe. The safe is a pretty simple puzzle, but I like that it, it gets you started. about the only one that has a riddle?
0: I think it is the only one, mm-hmm. yeah.
1: And honestly, the first time I didn't even get the riddle, I read it. Didn't really understand what I was going for. Just started pushing things and got what I wanted. <laughs> okay, but then you're in, and that leads you into the first real puzzle box, and that is a thing of beauty. I love the first one a lot, ignoring, of course, physics and spatial awareness, because I don't think there's any way you could fit all of those things into that box. However, it's TARDIS. <laughs> Yes, a bit of Time Lord technology, Yep. but I like it in the fact that it gives you different puzzles that there are clues all around, but you still have to solve things in a fairly linear way and do things in a particular order. That way you don't get bogged down with lots of clues for lots of puzzles.
0: And lots of items in your inventory. Yeah.
1: That worked well for me. Yeah. So what did you think of the first box?
0: The safe, you mean? or the?
1: Uh, well, I, I guess we skipped right over <laughs> you for the safe. If uh, I, I, nothing
0: really about the safe. I just like the safe. I was, I was just going to say, like you said, it's a good tutorial. It shows you how to manipulate the inventory, that you can actually turn keys to make them different shapes, the lens and how the lens works, and that you can actually physically interact with inventory items. They're not just something that you click and drag onto something. But in talking
1: about that, I'm not a big fan of the turning keys. I found them to be a bit awkward, the way that they've decided to show us. It was nice that they gave us the outline of what the lock should look like, but the key is at an angle. So it makes it very difficult to see what the key should look like and how it should lock into place.
0: Can you not rotate the key into, so it's flush with that outline? You can on, on tab.
1: No, because the key is at an angle. So you have to turn the pieces of the key at an angle to see what they look like and then move them into a position so that they lock into, into place. Oh, that's different.
0: Thank you. You can, yeah, that outline thing is very useful. We get how we we're supposed to solve the puzzle. It's going to be really tedious to exit out, look at the key go back in, change that, exit out, look at the lock again. So they're just giving you that. But on the tab, you can rotate the key so that it's absolutely flush with that outline. And then you just rotate the pieces into place.
1: But well, now I'm wondering if maybe I missed something and you really could do that because that would definitely make it much, much easier. Yeah,
0: and then you just basically, you just got a template and you just lock it onto that. that, that. It's done. But maybe maybe on the, that's on the tab. Now the inside box was great. The, that's the, the one that's kind of like a, A building, yeah? That was a good box.
1: That was hard, because
0: it's so multi-level. I love that, like, you open up and then it's like, oh my, there's another box slides out and it's got like another six or seven puzzles on it. But, no, I was all for it. I mean, at the same time, like, oh, I just want to get through this, but at the same time, it's like, nope. Give me more. It's great. Good content.
1: There is a beautiful aspect to this box. It looks like it was crafted by hand and done very well. There are the little statues at the top, the tiny detail. But it's also that tiny detail which sets things apart. Some of the support feet are square and some are round. And this is where you had told me before I even started to play to look at everything. And this is where I think I really started to realize what you were talking about. When I could unscrew the foot and there was something there or another pillar where I could move it or a little... Outline where you can push and a slot opens and you pull something out. Really special. I haven't come across anything that's quite like this. This game, I assume, is quite popular among people who play puzzle games.
0: I think so. I mean, it's got a lot lot of uh, downloads on mobile apps and stuff.
1: I would also imagine that it's very popular with people who like hidden item games.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: So I think this hits... Kind of multiple markets in a way that seems very interesting and has led to other games of its kind
0: to be honest there's i mean we were here it's not it's kind of it reminds me of that i mean in a sense the room reminds me of mist and riven and a lot of people have said that online it's very if you like mist and those kind of point and click adventure games this is the game for you so yeah it's pushing all those buttons like escape rooms Hidden object games, Mists, point point click, puzzle games. I don't really know if there's been another game like this. There's been, uh, there's been a few kind of knockoffs, but they're all so cheap and like they just don't look good. This has the advantage that they've taken a lot of time. The music is great. Um, the atmosphere is creepy. And like you said, the box just looks real. Like it's been hand- handmade and they've taken a, a video of it almost. It's really well done. So they take a lot of time, a lot of care, a lot of love gone into their production of it, and
1: it shows. One thing that I do think is a bit of a weakness is the angle puzzles. When you have to look at something from a particular angle, particularly the puzzles. So in this first one, there's a time where you have to use the lens, look inside the box, and look at different angles to see what numbers appear. And there's always one, I think it's on the bottom, that's a bit awkward to look at, and I could never quite get the angle to think, make it definite.
0: Yeah, I think I just looked at the left, right, and up, and then I just guessed all the... just. I just put in from one to zero in the bottom one.
1: I did that the first time, and then the second time I paid more attention. Can I see what it is? And I could, but it still wasn't quite perfect. The same thing was true of another puzzle where you have four different pictures that you have to find in different sections. One of which is in that number box is good and you can find all four you really can but if you only find three you can guess your way through the last one
0: the one where you have to make the null symbol the the that weird kind of e room it's like a room that you have to create you have to you have to rotate these lines that are all at weird angles and you have to get them to into the shape that's almost like a hexagon half of a hexagon
1: thing is you have to do that like four times in this game, so I don't know well, if, the, if this is the same one you're talking about or if yeah, it's a different
0: one. I think it's the first time in that box. I think it's the one where you have to... There's like a roller. You have to rotate a, a cylinder and then you have to get that into the right position. But yeah, so so yeah, sometimes the angles are a bit tricky. Even, yeah, for, for me, when I was playing on tab, left and right, you can go all the way around and looking up and down is, is really restricted on that.
1: Interesting things about this box, I think, one... The projector? Yeah, the projector was awesome. It did a couple of different things. One, putting multiple pieces together to create a final result. But even within that, getting the telescopic part where you actually have to go into your inventory and, again, manipulate it. It's not just keys, but other things you have to manipulate in order to make them the way you need them. Yeah, because you have
0: to basically just extend that Mm -hmm. telescope out.
1: I like that. And... On top of that, you have to again use the lens to get what you really need. You need to use the lens because it shows you a video.
0: It was, yeah. It's the one, and I know the the end is the two people sitting in the chairs and it says the word trial. Yes. Yeah. But what was the video before that then?
1: You mean without the lens? Yes. It's something similar. It's just somebody, I think, sitting in the room, but you don't see the words.
0: Right. And it's not as creepy with their faces all scribbled out and yeah that's really it's pretty freaky I, I like that. I can deal with that level of creepy. It's just no, no none of the Nothing horror further. stuff. No, no no jump scares please.
1: This is also where you see the key. You get like this iron key or something and it doesn't fit the slot. So you have to use the lens in order to make the slot kind of bigger, it messes with space and physics that gives you the impression that there is something more going on here. We also get more letters throughout this one and throughout the game where the person leading us through our kind of quest and our puzzle is getting deeper and deeper into the symbol and deeper and deeper into something that we'll find out is bad, that's why they're not here anymore. Well. I assume it's bad. I've only played the first one, but it leads to a somewhat bad ending. But that's the first puzzle box. I mean, there's a lot of great things there. I like the little statues at the top. I like that you have to look for the one missing piece, but where is the missing piece? You can see what you need, but you have to keep looking to find what you need.
0: I thought they did a really good job of hiding things in such a confined space like you know you've only got six sides to that box or something or five sides maybe it's pentagonal but you've got five sides you can glance over it, and you'd be like no I can't find it but sometimes it's right in front of you like there's a little symbol scratched into the side or there's like you said there's a foot that's a different shape because you know I love puzzle boxes I used to make some but and actually sorry I stole some of them from the room so, so stole some of the ideas from the room.
1: We'll call it an homage. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
0: Yeah, so what happens at the end? Because I'm, I'm I'm, a bit fuzzy. I replayed some of them, the levels that I wanted to...
1: At the very end of the game?
0: No, like, uh, how do you finish that box? All what? right,
1: so there are three main keys. So you need to do the projector. Yeah. You need to do the section with the, the key gears. that slides out. This is the part that you asked me about the tab, because... There is a part where you have to move a platform around to get these orbs to be locked into position, which on the tab you were moving it around.
0: Yeah, it's like a motion, what do you call it? The um, Yeah, it's a
1: motion control kind yeah. of thing. Whereas in the computer version, I just had to take my cursor and move it around until basically they were all mm. the way they were supposed to be. I can see from the triangle pictures that there must be an order that you're supposed to do in. And I think I just moved it around until I got one and then moved it around until I got another one. I kind of strung-armed my way through that one. Uh, what was the third one? The third one, you get the key... It's the star chart thing. Hmm. It's like the clock
0: with the constellation things on top.
1: Oh, that's right, yeah, yeah. Okay. And then that...
0: Oh, yeah, it doesn't. that doesn't actually open anything. You just go to another room don't you?
1: Essentially what happens is, once you solved the projector, and then you've solved the key, and then you've solved the star chart one, which was complicated. That one probably gave me more trouble than most. Essentially, the elastic band, I knew how to do it, but for some reason when the way I was clicking on it, it wasn't working. The second playthrough, I had no problem, because I knew what I was doing. But for some reason, that first time, it did stump me a bit. There are also a lot of things that by the time I got to that point the first time, I thought I had seen most of the box and I didn't really need to look at most of the box and then realized, no, there's still quite a lot of the box I need to discover, which was really impressive by that point. The third puzzle I thought would be a piece of cake and it actually, no, it leveled me up to that. Once you solve all those, the front three locks open and that takes you into another box.
0: Uh. Okay, so that's the, the table. Yes. The star, I guess it's, I usually call it a star chart table, but...
1: Well, that is definitely part of it.
0: But yeah, so you have to work, you, you have to...
1: Do you have the, to work all the, the, the sides,
0: base, sides. The base of it first, and then you get to go up on the top of it, yeah.
1: Which very nicely, they kept telling me that because I kept looking at the top of the table and it kept saying, you might want to do the sides first. Oh, okay, all right then. <laughs> now, you might want to do the sides first. <sighs> Now? No, you might want to do the sides first. It was a constant time of me going, no, but I want to get to this. I can see this. This is important. No, go back and do the sides because this was kind of complicated. There's a lot going on. sides
0: was, it's my favorite stage. Well, they're all favorites, really. I, I like all the levels, but this level was pretty cool because it was the most complicated. I kind of fired through the first two boxes. Like, well, the safe is the tutorial, but fired through that first level pretty quick and then when I got here I I hit a bit of a block because I couldn't work out half of the things and this one is very linear where it's like you need to find this one thing and you can't do anything else until you find that one thing then once you find that one thing yeah maybe you can do a couple of things but you still need to be going in this direction so I found myself getting frustrated trying to look for something but again I'm not the type of person that has to barge through something and speed run something and I'm happy to put something down I like putting something down and thinking about it and coming back to it with a fresh set of eyes and stuff. And that level made me do that. Because otherwise I probably would have finished it if I just barreled through it and then been like, oh, it's done. With that said, the game did last me a few days. It was like, okay, that's enough for today. Done. But no, that level was cool. I liked it.
1: There are a lot of good things here. There's the globe on there where you have to find the different pieces. It's very obvious what you're going for with that one, but you don't get them for a long time and you only get them bit by bit. There is the... The prism? Yeah, the, the refracting light, light. Yeah. One of the puzzles that stumped me was the timing puzzle.
0: I was going to say that. How did that work on PC? Because on the tab, and I think because the tab is maybe a little bit finicky, basically it locks you onto that. You can't actually escape from that. Once you hit that timer, you can't look anywhere else. All you can do is scroll around the rim of that table. And so at first I was like, what have I done? What does this do? But you just, oh, that one's now open. Click, click, and you're done. And then you, I think you have to do that two times. Yeah.
1: Yes. But you, you have to do it two times, and then you have to do it again two <laughs> times, which is definitely something that stumped me the first time and I had to use a clue. I said, oh, that timer. There's another button. Oh, okay. Yeah. I think in the computer version, you can still move all around. I don't think it locks you in, so it was a bit more confusing. Yeah,
0: I think just maybe for tab, because maybe your hands can go a bit wonky and stuff. So they, And it is a time-based one, so it's probably a lot easier to control with a keyboard and mouse and keep it focused, keep it steady, than it is to do with your fingers, maybe. But no, I like that.
1: One of the earliest puzzles on this level involved using the picture from the previous box which I liked a lot, carrying something over from one box into another and then having to look at it with the lens. And if you don't look at it with a lens, you just see a picture of a house. If you look at it with the lens, it takes you through a video into gears and then a word appears and you need to use that word elsewhere.
0: That's something that, not spoilers, but for, for The Room 2, they took all the things that worked and that's pretty much all of this game. They took everything and then they up their game and the room two is superb still good puzzles but they've done more of those like little motion like fmvs and stuff and same for even when you thought ah, they can't really do they can't top it in the room three they did it's like they kept kept on improving improving and that's quite hard you know usually i by the third game you're kind of like out of ideas or a lot of people are not these guys they did a real good job so all the cool things in the room They've capitalized on it for the the, the the sequels and it works really well. Because I was a big fan of that when you do that thing and you you get to see something like oh that's you know rather than just yeah stationary box or whatever it's like oh there's something else. I'm rambling. Shut up. Edit. Uh, cool. Go.
1: <laughs> what else about the sides? Was there anything else about the sides that really appealed to you? There was one thing that really really bothered me, and that was the bouncing light puzzle. You have a light where you have to use essentially sliding mirrors to make the light go where you want it to go. And you only essentially have six different spots to put the three different mirrors. So it's just a combination of finding the right ones. Shouldn't be as hard as it is. I think part of the problem with that puzzle is not really being clear as to where you want the light to go. I really felt there needed to be a better indicator. I think they put one of those white ovals there to hint that that's where it was supposed to go, but I didn't get that that's where it was supposed to I go. I, did, I missed that. Didn't
0: you just have to light up all of them? You just had to reflect it off all of those surfaces?
1: I don't think so. I think there's a specific spot it's supposed to be. Ah, okay. I can't remember exactly, but...
0: There was the star one as well with the, the panel where you had to put in, like, it's basically essentially a cross on its
1: side and you get that from... That's the very last one, I think. That's what you get when you can actually start messing with the tabletop, because you look through the telescope.
0: Ah, uh, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the last one.
1: That one was very frustrating the first time through because I kept trying different things, hoping that it would work, and it didn't.
0: But yeah, so then you get onto the top. The top was the most impressive part for me.
1: I think so. However, I will say that whereas the first three sections felt more exploratory. Nothing felt more linear than that top of that table. Yeah.
0: It was you just you gunning to the end, basically.
1: And in fact, at times, it would lock you into looking at very particular things, because that's what you need to do. I'm glad it did it, because it would have been really irritating to do otherwise. However, it just felt that it was taking that exploration element away in a game that had done that so well. But in the version i played, and the one you have now has an epilogue, which gives you that back again. So... I didn't lose that. I think if I had ended at the table, if that was the end of the game for me, that would have been a bit disappointing. Some of those puzzles are pretty simple and straightforward and they start to get a bit repetitive. Look through the lens, see what you need to do, move the table a certain way. However, it looked beautiful.
0: Yeah, it was very pretty to look at.
1: And it was something so unique in style to anything else that I'd played.
0: Yeah, I like the kind of looking through that panel like the panel that slides up and look through the lens and then it's like you're looking into the abyss and it's just this black rock with markings on it and like what is this again very kind of i don't know like space occult it's yeah it really is it reminds me of like a cthulhu thing for sure yeah when you solve that then you get to see the null which is the this essence stuff which we don't know what it does or you will find out is that where it just ends it it ends there that's the end of the game. Well, if you don't include if you don't, If you, epilogue, you don't do the epilogue. Then that, that
1: would be the end be of the, the game. End. You get the element mm-hmm. in its box, its moving box. Yeah. Put it on the table. I don't know how the game originally ended. What happened in the original game?
0: I'm getting confused now between the epilogue and the ending. I'm pretty sure it ends with just tarot cards being flipped. That's
1: weird, because we don't get tarot cards. We don't get tarot cards. We see tarot cards in the The, the epilogue uh, that are already torn. Oh. They're just in a drawer with something else that we need.
0: Oh, that's interesting. Okay. No, yeah, so in the end, it's basically, he flips the, uh, it's a proper motion capture video, and it's um, a bunch of tarot cards laid out on the table, and a guy flips them over and points to it, flips over another one, points to it, flips over a third one kind of points to it. And there's a little bit of text, and it's basically saying, like,
1: your journey is not finished. And,
0: yeah, I'll have to show you on my tab. You can see it.
1: That is interesting. In my version, I go to an Epilogue, which portals me essentially to a new room. And there's a note that essentially says we're stuck there. So, so you... we have to keep following this person's note to find the person.
0: So I think what happened was, yeah, they released the room, and then people loved it. And so they added a chapter. That kind of link that definitely links straight into the room two, that whole thing. So they must have released that when they were working on the room two and just, oh, we'll add this in. And we got an update of uh, some free content.
1: I'm happy because it took me right back into the exploring a big table with and a that lot mu- of That do.
0: music box was, quite, well, not music box, but that was quite hard. Like the one, you got to flip it and it, it rotates that thing around and you got to, Get it so that you can pull the things out of the cage and things, and, and then the symbols on the back. That's it was a really that was a tough box, and a lot again a lot of like hidden stuff that you can only see with the lens. I love that the lens is essentially the black light from escape rooms. You know, it's like the the way you can see the, the invisible ink and stuff, and when you see like the handprint on the table. You're like, oh, what does this do? And it opens up something, of course. But yeah, I love that box that rotates, and you have to get the little squares out, and we've got to rotate the cube around and then slide them out. And I really liked the puzzle with the coloured gems. That was a really interesting puzzle.
1: I liked pulling the gems out, putting the gems in to make the picture. Yeah. I found a bit frustrating even the second time through because there's no real logic to it. You just have to keep putting them in until you get the picture that you want.
0: Yeah, it's essentially yeah, it's like a very simple slide square puzzle that you just got to get them in the right thing. So, usually, you can get two of them in the right position where they continue into each other and make the shape. In your first playthrough, you don't even know what shape you're trying to make,
1: though. That is the issue I had, yeah. Yeah.
0: But I like that. I'm always, that's the one thing that I'll say about this game is good is the people who made it have obviously played a lot of puzzle games and they've not really as far, maybe sometimes, but they've generally not copied. Or try to improve on old puzzles. These are all really unique. A lot, well, a lot of them are really unique kind of puzzles. That sure they may exist in some form, and they've been, but they, if they do exist in some form, they've been heavily, heavily tweaked for this game, and they feel brand new to me. And that's as someone who plays, or as two people that play a lot of puzzle games, I re- I definitely noticed that this was all a lot of original content, and that's not easy to come up with.
1: At the very end, though.
0: Our lens breaks. Which is unfortunate, mm-hmm. which means you got to get a new one.
1: okay. <laughs> I liked the epilogue one a lot. I liked the way it looked, the way it felt. It was the same yet so different than what we had already seen. This is a game that continually interests me. Yeah. I didn't wane in interest. I didn't ever think, I should stop playing this because it's getting a bit repetitive. That just doesn't happen. It was always interesting and as well visually interesting they could have made this much lower quality and still pulled off what they did but what they did was created a beautiful game full of beautiful puzzles i <laughs> i mean i'd say i recommend it but i think pretty much anybody listening at this point has clearly played it but recommend it to a friend i think this is the type of game that would appeal to a lot more people than your hardcore gamer this is an everyday gamer, casual gamer kind of game. Uh, as you said, it was designed for mobile. I think this is the type of game that can hit a lot more people. And I'm all for get people into games who maybe wouldn't try them otherwise. This is a kind of game that I think can introduce people to the idea that maybe games are not what they assume them to be.
0: Yeah, no, I mean, I know it's completely not, the same but i kind of make a comparison between the room and monument valley in that they're both puzzle games but they're both really accessible kids can play them although the room maybe is a little bit creepy and freaky at some points so maybe a little bit more mature than audience but yeah they're really accessible they're easy to pick up and play they're very very intuitive and yeah games are not what they used to be it's not just kids spotty teenagers playing in their basements yeah no it's it's it, gaming's evolving and the room is is good because everybody wants to feel like a genius and you do feel like a genius when you complete this because some of it is hard but the hint system is good in that it makes you wait per hint and sometimes it doesn't like pop up it's not like on hidden object games where there's a timer until you get your next hint and ding, and you just spam that hint button again just looking for the next object this one you have to keep going back into the where you can't you have to keep hitting it and then It'll say, Nah, you're not really, haven't done much. I'm, I'm not going to give you the next one yet. And you're like, what? Yeah, the hint system is good in that by the third hint, they're pretty much telling you, they're, not, they're, they're certainly not giving, a, they're not spoiling it, they're not giving you the answer, but they're heavily telling you, like, you need to check this part. And if you still can't get it, then that's walkthrough time, I guess. But why would you do that? Because you're just wasting your money. Just throwing it away. Just watch, it, watch a playthrough on YouTube if you're just going to
1: look it up. Look up walkthroughs. How could you all of a sudden being so anti-walkthrough? <laughs> <laughs> I think with this kind of game you wouldn't want to. I mean, that's all the game is. Yeah, exactly. That's this is I mean. not trying yeah. to get to the next level. This is... It's just nothing but puzzles. Yeah.
0: yeah, and, and that's why you've bought it to play puzzles. So yeah, a walkthrough is ridiculous. Although sometimes i felt like getting a walkthrough. But that's when you just got to put it down. Go to sleep. Wake up. And then, it, it, honestly, usually it's the first thing that you do. You're like, oh... This is it. Done. How, how long did you play over the course of a few days or did you sit down and finish it in one shot?
1: I think two days. Two days. I tend to do that. I tend to push right through yeah. if I can. I'll take a break, but then I'll come back to it later in the day. I played it on a weekend, so I had more time to play, take a break, and then come back to it. It is good. What we would say is that we've talked about the room. If you've not played the second one, you should probably play the second one because we will be discussing that in the future. I will also have to play the second one because I haven't played it yet. And possibly even on to the third one. You said when you bought the first one and played it, you immediately bought the second one. Yeah, I've paused for a bit, but I will probably be playing it soon.
0: Yeah, because I didn't actually know about it until the second one had come out. And then I went back, I bought the first one and then I finished that, I immediately bought the second one, and then I immediately went looking for the third one and I had to wait a year because these games take a lot of time to make, even though they're quite straightforward and short, they take a lot of time and yeah, I had to wait a really long time because they kept delaying it and delaying it and delaying it and delaying it and I think it might have even been a year and a half that I waited for it because it was supposed to be, I remember it was supposed to be winter and it didn't come out until the next summer. But again, they all they were always like talking to their fans and stuff like that and telling, keeping them up to date and apologising for them pushing it back. But they just get better and better, honestly. The problem is, if you play 2, you're going to have to either wait a long time to play 3.
1: You'll have to wait a long time if you're waiting on Steam, but if you are playing on the tablet, you may not have to wait at all.
0: But you don't have to wait at all. And there's a new game coming out on the tab and... What's the new one called? I should have written this down. I just, just thought about it just now and this would tie in perfectly. Are um, the same guys or just yeah, similar stuff? Th- they've made another another one. That's why there's no three because they've been working on a, another one. The Room 4, I guess? It's not. Old Sins. That's, it's, it's not called 4. It's just called The Room Old Sins. I
1: said it was called The Room 4 and you had to look there. <laughs> <laughs> they've got this new game out. It's called...
0: Oh, I don't know what it's called. Room 1, Room 2, Room 3. Hang on, let me look it up. Oh yeah, Room 4 okay so yeah so they're working on i think it's already out on apple because everything comes out first on apple of course but yeah it's called the room old sins and that's essentially going to be i don't even know if i don't think it's the room four i think it's a different character or a different story it's not a continuation of what's been going on but that's my next fix i'm waiting for that
1: I hope it's not a prequel where you just have to put together the puzzle for the first one.
0: <laughs> Mail the letters. <laughs> Although it would be interesting if it's the character that's leaving you the notes to find out what happened to him. Like, where has he vanished to? Like, how you vanished in the end and get sucked into that alternate dimension at the end. But yeah, if you, you should definitely buy two on Steam. And if you can't wait for three, and if you have a tab, play it on tab. Because it's still a great experience gaps filled and more gaps created.